TVI episode vegan 165 idiots is that is it 165 yeah it's the first time you've ever I've known ever <laughs> ever got it correct and it's probably uh, in no it is 165 um it's good to be back in uh, the studio um last week's episode people liked it yeah after um, our uh, we need more deaths don't we i think we do actually i think it does add a sense of pathos to the podcast when one of us has lost a parent hopefully mine next (laughs) (laughs) not really oh god no way oh no um yeah people i got we got some lovely feedback people that liked hearing us you know talk candidly but also having a laugh about it yeah which is how you got to do things guys yeah you know Mm. um phoebe welcome back into the studio Thank you for having me. We have, you haven't been um, driving for a while, actually. We've been what have you been up to? Where you been? Uh, <laughs> what have you been doing? I went to festivals. Which ones? Like Latitude, Glastonbury. You went to Glastonbury. Went to Glastonbury. How was that? Yeah, amazing. It was a good one, wasn't it? Weather was good. Weather was amazing. See, I got a tan, and as a ginger, that's a big deal. That's a real like Glastonbury <laughs> thing, isn't it? Like you know, Sorry. It, it makes it such a long weekend, Glastonbury, when it's raining. I've done. I did one of the worst weather years ever at Glastonbury. It was like two thousand and three or something. It was. It wasn't the year where people were like sliding. Sli- like the, their tents were f- floating away, but it was the, like it was like the worst one but that, uh-huh. and it was oh, it was brutal. Like everything you brought with you was fucked by the end of the day, first day, including your missus. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to your tent early. <laughs> uh, it's Glastonbury, mate. What happens at Glastonbury stays at Glastonbury and stays in your psyche. Um, Did but... you do drugs, Phoebe? What are drugs? Uh... Drugs are those things that you're on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> those things you took at Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. to get those you through the weekend. You, those things that you sell uh, <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> So I what, smuggled up my bum. I mean, do you don't have to obviously uh, indict yourself on anything, but it was a festival. <laughs> well, well, I've never, I've never place. done a full weekend festival. Yeah. And not I had, had, a, not, I had when a good I say festival. I had to take drugs to last. That's that's the that's the. What I was happened. there for a week as well because I was working it. Oh right, that's what the, you need to do drugs. <laughs> you do drugs all the time. <laughs> I what, I what were you doing? What job? Uh, just wristbands and like welcoming people. Okay, oh, that's and you're nice. out your head on ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> just welcoming like fucking cows. There's and no shit, one there. It? That's a tree, Phoebe. Can you come <laughs> over to, back to the position, please. <laughs> just in your own tent, thinking you're at Glastonbury. <laughs> like, yeah, I was actually just in my bath. But I um I once went to Glastonbury um and I reckon this would have would have been a decade ago, and me and my mate. I mean, this was it, this was just after the breakdown of my first marriage. So I was okay. in party guy mode mm-hmm. and uh i me and my mate went and we had such a heavy four days like i'm talking like no, I, I can't remember sleep you know or we i remember trying to sleep now and again but you know it just was impossible just did so much stuff and then um on the last morning i had gone we'd gone to bed at like 5 a.m like not not like not wasn't last it was second to last and i felt i did sort of fall asleep for about an hour before like you know the sun comes up and your tent becomes a, a sauna and my mate was just sitting on a on a 
good. Those are Swedish men coming <laughs> in towels. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of those um, cool saunas. But no, my mate um, was sitting on a camping chair at the end of the tent. It was I bought a massive tent, like one of them tunnel ones with different rooms. And uh, he was just sat in it looking really troubled. And I said, like, what's happened? And he basically was like, every time I lie down, I think I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. And I was like, yeah, that's probably the three days of <laughs> fucking like 24 hours a day drugs. And um, and then we went out that last night and then went back to London. He was feeling it. Literally every time he lay down, his like, heart started really fluttering and going crazy. Sounds fun. This he went to place. get, um, he went to the doctors. They sent him straight to the hospital. He got an ECG. Um, he'd had, he had a, he'd unleashed a faulty valve in his heart. And they said he'd probably had it from birth. Uh, but they might never have found it until it became fatal unless he'd done that crazy weekend and set it off. <laughs> Thank God for ketamine. Yeah, so basically the only way it was discovered early and they could actually fix it, and now he's got a little you know, replacement valve, was because oh. he did so much coke and MDMA. <laughs> I might go there everything. next year, see what I've got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, if you want to diagnose... Got an ingrown toenail. <laughs> <laughs> We'd never have found it if you hadn't kicked that guy to death <laughs> in a field. Stamped on that dealer when I robbed him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the only real positive drug story yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, in terms of like, it's the, that was the best possible outcome. Yeah. It saved his life. It did. But you know, that don't take that as a, that's why. Well, I they may have had his whole life if it wouldn't have put such much strain on his heart. Well, maybe, yeah. It might never have caused a problem. But the doctors whatever. seem to suggest that, no, this is something that will have become a problem at some point oh. as you get older, maybe, and your heart gets a bit weaker. Unless when it became a problem in the future, he just would have gone to the hospital as well. Yeah, I mean, there was that. <laughs> but they said, like, if he gets older and then it became a problem, it could have just gone bad. Yeah. He yeah. could have had a heart attack, basically. So um, instead, died. he got ahead of the news by snorting a load of gack <laughs> off a key in a field. <laughs> I um, that's the worst. The worst is when you like, and again, I'm talking now in the you know, sort of the olden days. You know, it's now my fucking dad. But uh, I, when you ruin your drugs in a, at a festival, you know what I mean. When it's you, you try and do it, and it's raining, and you think you're pissed, and you're out of your head, and you think that'll be all right, and next thing, it's just you've just ruined. What like, you've dropped it on the floor or oh, something? All sorts of stuff, mate. Oh. I've done, I've done, I've dropped bags of coke in piss, and I ended up just going, oh, I'll just sort of piss rub it into my gums. <laughs> piss this is good for you as well. Coke in your gums because you Joe can't get Rogan. it out of your nose. You're just rubbing it in, going, <laughs> just trying to get some. I have to put that bit in my ass. Actually, <laughs> seems more appropriate. <laughs> Drops it in shit. <laughs> But yeah, it's the things, you know, the things I did back when I was in my party days were fucking disgusting in hindsight. Oh, drugs are bad, man. They're not, you know, they're like, you always justify the grottiness when you're young because the fun just about outweighs the yeah. negative. But then I think, I do think you get to an age where you suddenly go, no, the negatives and the bleakness have now become the main thing. Like they, they, the fun is actually outweighed by the negative. Yeah. And I want you to have that revelation. It's just game over. You're just like you probably might have the odd little blowout by accident. You sort of meet up with some old friends, but there's no there's no desire to do it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah. go out now for a few beers and think, I'd love to just get some Mandy and go and lie in a fucking kitchen floor. Talking shit talking to someone. Utter shit. Listening to like Pink Floyd and talking about how fucking they don't make stuff like this anymore, man. Yeah, thank <laughs> God. Depressing <laughs> shit. Yeah. So anyway, but that's but you had a lovely time at Glastonbury. Well done. 
How old are you? I forgot to ask. Uh, I'm 26. Yeah, you're still all right. You've got another. You've got another about eight years before it think? all becomes bleak. Okay. Yeah, hard drug. I'd say early to mid 30s when you first have those, like, oh, I need to wind my neck in. Yeah, mm. but you carry it on for a I few can't years. Can't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but in your late 30s is where you just become so depressed when you catch some people push like through that. though and still doing it i, I find that, that really bleak me. i reckon i could be one of those like hippy dippy really i'd find yeah. it a bit embarrassing i know a comedian very good comedian in his probably now late 50s who still now and again drops up pills and goes raving and you're like come on mate you've got kids they've grown up what you're running from bro. yeah well when yeah. i go raving i used to go to like side trance raves in the forest and that's a lot of like middle-aged people I just feel like, you know, just get a better hobby, mate. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it? Watch a box set. It's <laughs> so much easier, isn't get it? Get a job. Get, <laughs> get your foot off down the gym. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Bit of, bit of fat shaming to start this week's episode. Be ashamed of yourself. Uh, I, I, did, um, I did a lovely gig last night. I did um, I opened for Kevin Bridges, just doing his little oh, warm-up work in progress. It was at Top Not Saturday. It was just tr- trying Wednesday out, at Top Secret, it was. Yeah, he was just trying out like sort of a, a chunk of new stuff at the Bill Murray. So I just went and did like the opening bit. But um, he's got a very funny bit about fat shaming, about basically the fact that he was fat shamed <laughs> online, <laughs> which has now, you it's know, caused not, why he's lost. Um, well, he's actually lost loads of weight and he's now oh. in good shape. But like it was, he, and he sort of, it's almost a defense of fat shaming and that thing of he needed that to be the impetus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such a funny routine, but that, you know, just go and see him on tour, see it, it's great. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm obviously now you can't really fat shame. I mean, I've heard people say that, though, that the fact that they were called fat has helped them, you know, get healthier. I think some people would have that. I think some people would do the opposite and make them sadder and eat yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose... It's not you, that I'd it's, call someone fat. No, not to their face. It seems not to their face. Just in, in a WhatsApp like group. <laughs> to their mates. <laughs> huh? Some people like being called Well, this fat. is, I suppose it's like that, that, that's the thing, the fat positivity you movement. Think? Yeah, no, that is the whole... Well, there's a fat positive movement, isn't yeah. there? Where they sort of yeah. talk about how great they feel in their bodies. And they, you know, it's sure. Sort of, it's, impa- <laughs> it's called, they're called liars. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a big liar yeah. movement. No, no, but it is, it is that, I suppose it's I mean, however you are, feel good about yourself, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess it, I think it is. Um, yeah, the whole thing is just like, yeah, I am fat, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think depends that. how you define bad. That's like saying I smoke, but it's not a bad thing. No, it doesn't. But it, it isn't health. It isn't optimal health, is it? I suppose no. It's not optimum. No, but it's still you can still be like you know. There's, Some there's, people you can are be, big I, though and got in crazy. Well, this is what I mean. You can. I know people that are a bit probably visually. You'd say they're a bit over the overweight. Yeah, yeah. But they're way healthier. And I've got mates. I've, I remember I grew up. One of my best mates growing up was whip it thin. He had like a six, a natural six pack. He ate just like crisps and bread and smoked from like the age of 11 did loads of drugs like he was just a he just had that weird it was almost like a drug addict when you're body. young you get that though but he had it for he had it right up into oh. sort of early adulthood when we sort of drifted apart sometimes like anxiety can burn calories you yeah know what I mean? that but what i mean of, that, is that kind I, of twitchy energy yeah, yeah yeah but he had that sort of like yeah did you know when you know when you see like a pissed 
Polish geezer on a bench, yeah, just yeah. knocking back four cans of Tisky at two uh, two p.m. Yeah, yeah. But he's like ripped. <laughs> They've just got that <laughs> slim, slender, muscle. Probably grafting all day though. Well, there is that, but I think there is that thing of some people just have that body. Yeah. But I yeah, guarantee, if you looked at the inner workings of it, it's really unhealthy. Yeah. Their yeah. hearts probably fuck their the arteries, whereas you'd have somebody who's a bit bigger, but probably walks everywhere and does cardio or whatever and their, their heart couple, is much a couple healthier. of UFC fighters Roy Nelson was one who was massive and Daniel Cormier who was an Olympian wrestler yeah super fucking the fittest people in the world but they massive bellies yeah 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 it's just weird <laughs> it's quite fun isn't it but they're not they don't gas out their cardio's crazy yeah. they're strong as That's fuck what I mean as long as you've got you know you can make whatever your body's shape is work for you I yeah, reckon but they are the manner. anomalies I guess yes but yeah, anyway, I've eaten, you know what, I've eat, I've put on a bit of weight in the last three weeks. I was going to say, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've just, um, I, I do think there is that thing of when you go through a bereavement yeah. and your life just goes a bit crazy for a few weeks. Like, it's been very stressful the last few weeks because like looking after my mum half of the week, like yeah. full-time caring, which is fucking hard as shit, man. It's harder than looking after a two-year-old, which, yeah, yeah. which I've got a two-year-old for any one of what I was just being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's it's just full on, man, because it's it's way more bleak looking after a grown up who's ill. Because they're more able to do. Well, my mum's like, physically get... fit, but mentally she's you know yeah. she's got a dementia, so like she is very mentally unstable. Yeah. So it's just and they constant... won't do as they're told, like a two year old. No, well, might do. You've got you're constantly sort of um, it's like an impro game, twenty four mm. hours a day, where you're just going along with what they're saying and yeah, yeah, constantly repeating the things and like so it's just so it's draining. So I've just eaten just carbs. You just take it to Edinburgh, start an improv group. <laughs> One where the person on stage forgets what you uh, what you told them every three minutes. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it is. I mean, you know, I can sort of joke about it, but what it is when I'm when I'm there, it's bleak, man. It is, you know, it's one of the things where she's so like she can't. It is essentially we are now in the process of like trying to look for care. A new mum. Yeah, I'm in the market, guys. What? Having, uh, so what? What is the? What do you have to do for her? Everything. She can't cook. She can't sort of. Uh, okay, so she can just about sort of do like personal hygiene with a bit of guidance. Yeah. So I can get her to change her clothes. I can get her like to wash if I just sort of, you know, I'll fill the sink or run a bath and I'll just talk her through it yeah, from yeah, outside. Yeah. And I, I will help her get dressed and things. And, you know, it's like proper. And my wife does a lot of it as well. So like we're sort of just tagging in and out. Yeah. And uh, it's, um, but it's a brutal disease, man. Like you properly, my mum is just. You know, she's on this. It's almost like a two-minute loop. It's dementia, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and it is like, it, and the time it used to be about a five or ten-minute loop, like probably a couple of years ago when she first started getting bad, and the, and that time, that window of memory just shrinks and shrinks until like there's days now when it's like every minute she'll mm. ask you the same question. Yeah, she'll yeah. Like you know what I mean? And then she, and you'll answer it, and then she'll ask it again, and you literally will answer that question sort of fifty or sixty times in a row over the next hour. And it's just, like, it's, it's, you've got to be so patient. It's like memento. Yeah, it is. Like, and you've got to just, you just got, got to go with it. You can't snap at them. It's not their fault. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't go, fucking hell, I told you that. Because they don't know that at all. Yeah, it would yeah. literally, literally be a waste of your own anger My dad and had energy. it. He didn't have it for that long, though. Like, the last year of his life, it went kind of quite downhill quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had that, yeah. And he was like, 
accusing me of nicking money off of yeah, him. Yeah, they get they get very paranoid. My mum because my I mum nicked gets money paranoid. off of him. And not really. But, I, um, I heard my mum in the kitchen because we've got a carer that comes in to do dinner. That gives us like a sort of you know a little hour off in the evening, yeah. which is nice, where we can just just do something else, you know, not think about so it. So what do they do when they come? She then? comes in, does dinner, sort of like does medication, and just sort of just is with my mum. Does she wash her and stuff? No, like no, that? no. She but she's just more housey stuff. But it's also more for her to to be around to make sure my mum doesn't do anything crazy while I nip out. Because my, my dad needed help in the toilet and I just completely left that part to the nurse. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my mum luckily hasn't got to that point yet because yeah. that's one I'm dreading, man. I don't want to... Oh, God. The thought of wiping my mum's bum hole really does you know what though you, you'll well just do it like and you'll get you do it the thought of it you know what i mean oh if yeah yeah i mean already like, the fact i'm helping my mum get dressed and shit like yeah, you know i yeah, know yeah. I, you do just you just do it out of a sense of yeah, duty yeah. And didn't you love. like the clothes she had on <laughs> I was like, take that shit off man that primark <laughs> shit last season mum <laughs> <laughs> i did take her shopping the other day and i, I yeah, it was mad i took her and my two-year-old daughter and like, because my wife was working, but she was working from home. But I just said, like, I'll let you work so we're not bothering you. And I took the two of them out. And it was like fucking herding sheep, man. Like, you've got a two-year-old running off pressing fire extinguishers. <laughs> you've got my mum just wandering around picking things up. And it was just like, kind of random. It was actually, do you know what? It was actually quite a fun, you know, hour of, of like... You should have just out-wilded them. <laughs> <laughs> like Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was um, you know, it was it, was, it was, ended up being quite fun, and it's that thing of trying to do stuff out rather than just having a couple of drunk mates in it. It is that's what it felt like, just being you know when you're sort of out with a mate, or you have a few mates and one of you just drinks a bit too much and becomes such a live wire that you essentially just have to babysit for a that couple of hours. That used to be me, was it? <laughs> it was actually, yeah. I was never that. I was always with the babysitter. Well, yeah, yeah. But then recently, when I went on a, I've, I've talked about it on here when I went to Luxembourg for that wedding. And I just got so shit faced. I probably haven't talked about it because it was the it was the weekend before my dad went into hospital. Um, but I went to Luxembourg for my mate's wedding, and I got so shit faced. The most drunk I've got probably it might be ever. Do you know what I mean? What were you drinking? Everything. Like I've, we flew in the day before the wedding. I went straight. Like, I literally got to my hotel, chucked my bag, went straight to the pub, and met everyone. And we just drank shit loads, like cocktails, everything. And so I woke up the next morning for the day of the wedding and I was a bit dusty and probably still had quite a bit of booze in me and we just obviously it was a wedding so we started drinking at midday went all the way in the day and it was boiling hot like just out in the sun and I got like genuinely like paraplegic drunk I had to be carried back to my hotel by my mates like properly like, like I woke up the next day my mate came to my hotel to get me out of bed to get me on a plane home I um I'd ruined a suit like not, I didn't shit my pants or anything. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But um, like a lot of really beautiful linen suit that I bought in Australia. It's really expensive, and like just one of the legs is just shredded. I took the whole knee out of it. I don't remember How? falling over. Oh, but oh but I, falling on the concrete. I don't remember falling over, but I know I was involved in you a may fall. Have killed a man. Well, no, because my mate. I met him at the Died. airport. He was on the same flight, and his face was all fucked up. Apparently, went we went down together. Like, just the whole of us, like a group of us went down to ground. Fuck. And he's literally smashed his face open. <laughs> On your shin. Yeah, oh, man. I was so rotten. Like, just couldn't did speak. You, how long did it take to get over that hangover? I did two gigs that night. Because I couldn't, it was too late to cancel. I flew back. 
all I did all day was just focus on not vomiting and getting myself together. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, I've never, I've never not wanted to be on stage more. But um, but I did it, yeah, and it was. But that's sort of like that level of drunkenness, man. I've never got, I've never been a falling over, having to be carried home sort of guy. Like, I've been that drunk a couple of times, well, a few times probably. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible, man. It's, yeah, because it in your twenties, it feels like you've got more physical. I don't know. My hangovers were bad though. Right. Like the next day, man, I was like, I'd be fucked. <laughs> like I could not move. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. when you just—it's worse than the flu. Yeah. Well, it's it is, like, yeah, because it is like you're poisoned. Your body yeah. is like, and it's also withdrawal. That's what a hangover is apparently. It's you're you're going through alcohol it's dehydration, withdrawal. isn't it? Like if you die of dehydration, it feel like a hangover. Yeah, but I think the but the, the reason you get like headaches and all that because it is proper withdrawal. Your body's you know is going the toxins. Yeah, and it it wants more. You've had you've given it that, and it wants more. Hair of the dog. So yeah, that's why hair of the dog works. It's just it sort of appeases your body's yeah, want yeah. for more booze. Did booth. you do any of that? I didn't know. I um I didn't drink for a couple of weeks. That's good. So yes. Do um, you booze a lot, Phoebe? Um no. Oh. No, not too much. What's your drink all of right. choice? I'm not accusing you. Uh well no, sometimes Don't get all I defensive. <laughs> I try not to because I used to be such a such an issue. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't have a drink of choice. I just go for alcohol. Yes. What was the issues? Uh, I just get so so like I used to be a falling over oh, like people would hold me up and if not I'd fall backwards oh, and like bash my head kind of thing. No. Just stopped being fun. Yeah. When you're just like constantly also like other people remembering what you did but you're not remembering. That's the what worst you did. thing. Yeah. Right, but um, and I think when you're younger it's a I'd bit. I had people all right. not speaking to me the next day oh, and I didn't God. know why. Oh, that's bad. That's like bad. in the office and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just being <laughs> off like your with boss. You. I felt yeah, so embarrassed. It was. Like, you know, like in the I, got, I, got, I got stopped from going on a business trip to Seville. <laughs> 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 they just pulled me out of it. No, uh, can't do it. Uh, so I was at the Charlotte Street Hotel and um, we had a meeting there and we got dr- and I was just so fucked. Oh, man. And um, just, oh, I, was, I don't know what I did. That's, That's brutal. Bad. I've got horrible memories of decisions I was making. Like, what? Uh, like, oh. Oh man! And just like the worst thing, like sometimes you just say stuff. You know, when people are like, "Oh, well, I just tell the truth when I'm drunk." I don't. No, I no, make no, no. same lie. It's yeah. truth from a really liar. different place, yeah. like from hell. That <laughs> 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 like you've got the devil in you. <laughs> well, I I got the security asked like I was drinking, having a laugh. There was a guy. There was an actor there from Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. I didn't right. watch it, but he was like this. So I'm chatting to him on the sofas in the Charlotte Street Hotel. And all of a sudden, these big two security guards, I didn't see them. They were just standing oh, behind me. No. And, they, and I had to leave. That's the worst. <laughs> but they let me keep. I had a big bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, I was gripping it. They just didn't even try and take it out of my oh, hand. Oh, man. I think champagne is one of the most dangerous drinks. Yeah. Because yeah. it goes down so quick and easy. It's like a soft drink. It's all bubbly. And like <coughs> the glasses don't look big. But you're drinking like, yeah. you're basically downing glasses Straight of wine. from the bottle, mate. Oh, man. That's what I drank so much champagne that day and that wedding. Just like I think the bubbles are saying about they go to your head. I, Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know if that's scientifically once, real, but it feels it. Yeah, I once drank only champagne at a wedding because it was Ooh. free, and the next day I tell you it's not nice coming back out. No, it's not. Yeah. That's what I find. Yeah, they're the worst. Is like when you know that. Oh, my body! I've done something bad to my body. When your wee stings, and you're like, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, god, yeah, yeah. what's happened? You do a really dark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> blood in it! <laughs> oh man, cancer comes out your ass. <laughs> um, I've just realised 
We've not mentioned these sauces on the table. We oh, should yeah, probably mention we found them. found these in a, on a bench. <laughs> you found them in someone else's shopping bag. Um, these are hot sauces. If, you, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll obviously be able to see them. But if you're not, if you're listening, go on YouTube. Um, go on our YouTube channel and watch the video and subscribe and do all that funny business. But these are hot sauces. Um, and the pictures there are all designed by Steve Stark, who did our logo. What's the company? Oh, yeah. what you were. Uh, it's called Little Flame Hot Sauces. Um, they're fucking good, man. Last time uh, Steve sent um, a couple that were like really fruity, sort of mm -hmm. Scotch bonnety. This one here is Scotch bonnet in KN. That one is they're all vegan. Ooh, four out of five spice. Um, this one here, what's this? Green chili and herb. You're gonna sample That's one. That's a two. I won't sample them now. I'm not gonna drink it. It's neat. I'd put it on some food. Scotch bonnet and mango. This might be the one I had already. Ooh. Actually, I did. I'm sure I had one that was a. What's that one over there? Shall I sample one? Do you like that's the weakest one? Oh. Don't be good. A puss puss. What's You're the gonna sample one? one. Hottest one's this one. That's fucking no problem. Do a little shot, mate. Do you wanna, <laughs> do you wanna sample it? Do you like hot sauce? Uh yeah, I'll take some hot sauce. Um, here we go. Julian's gonna down it out and put bottle? a bit on your finger yeah. and just <laughs> Don't be an Egypt. How hot is it? It's fucking hot. Let me, <laughs> let me have a go. It's um, fiery. Is it? Because this yeah. is the hot spiciest of all of them. I can't take hot things. Oh, it's nice. Oh, that is hot, actually. It's hot, bro. That's, um, it's got an instant kick. Lucky I'm alpha or I'd be screaming. No, it's not. That's a mild one, Phoebe. Just, actually, just, just get it down, yeah. Put your finger on it like that. Okay, yeah. And then we'll go. Whoop, whoop, like that. That is very nice. That's lovely. Give me, give me the lid. Let me put it back on. Oh, it's Ooh, nice, isn't it? It's fruity. You really get the Scotch bonnet. I love a Scotch yeah. bonnet. It's such a nice chilli. Mm. It's, um, it's, you know, some chilies just taste a chilli, nice, innit? But the ones that yeah. have a real individual taste are um, Scotch bonnet jalapenos. They're the ones that I always yeah. go. I can always tell when they're there. I'm like, yeah, you fucking, I know you're there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what is Scotch exactly? Well, uh, what do you mean? What do they get it from? Scotch bonnets. I reckon they must be, and this is going to be wrong, but um, I, they're in a lot of um, Caribbean foods, Scotch bonnets. What they is a Scotch use them a lot in bonnet? Jamaica. What is it, though? What? Why is it called Scotch? Why is it called Scotch? Is I that don't what you're know. I don't even know what it is. Scotch bonnet is a chili. It's a type of chili. Oh, a type of chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like a jalapeno, like whatever. Oh, okay. But what, where, do they, where do they come the... from? You were correct, yeah. West Africa, yeah. as well as the Caribbean. Yes. I used, to, um, I used to love Caribbean food. I, uh, I love Caribbean food. Do you know how many, how much they rate on the Scoville thingy? I don't really understand the Scoville scale. Neither do I. Because it's always, I, they, they, I was chatting to a friend uh, today about this. We were watching some Commonwealth games. And they had a chili eating. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the decathlon. Gone down all those games. They were doing the decathlon. And they were like, the leader's got 8,000 points and is currently in the lead. And you're, we were like, that's too many points. Like, why don't you just make it lower so it's easy to understand? Yeah. Whereas I think the Scoville scale is that when they're like, this one is three and a half billion on the Scoville yeah, scale. Yeah, apparently a Scotch bonnet is 100 to 350,000 Scoville units. So why? That's too high. Yeah. Why not make the highest one 10? If there's nothing yeah. that is a work. one, then yeah. they don't need it that high. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a waste of numbers, isn't it? Just fucking lower it. Make it easier for us. Yeah. What's the... Um, it's like rupees, I, I, I bought a <laughs> bottle of um, Carolina Reaper hot sauce. It's the, hard, I've, it's the only one I've ever had to tap out instantly and gone, I can't deal with that. And can you check what Carolina Reaper is on the Scoville scale, please? 
Why is it called Schofield scale as well? Philip Schofield. So <laughs> <laughs> you test how gay someone is. It's the Schofield scale. Hot cock. Oh, apparently the heat is exceptionally hot, and it is one million six hundred and forty-one thousand one hundred and eighty-three. That's so. So would it say the Schofield scale on the back of here or not? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even look. But this because this um I probably. No, surely, it doesn't. It's surely there's something that makes it. Um, so, what, yeah, why is it oh, yeah, scoville? So 1.4 million to 2.2 million. That's a Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Okay. Was that a sauce, yeah? Carolina Reaper is a type of chili. Uh, and I've, I've bought some Carolina Reaper sauce. Did you take a bite of it? I, I didn't take a bite of the actual chili. I bought the sauce and it said, like, on it, it's like, you know, when it's got this picture of, like, how hot it is on the back, it just had so many chili, like, heat pictures i was like i'll give it a go it can't be that strong i was like they wouldn't sell it in just a normal supermarket it's dangerous and i put what i would normally put of a hot sauce on my dish and genuinely one bite and i was absolutely fucked like ruined the the whole dinner and um just like i was just sweating and uncomfortable and i was like who's enjoying that like that (laughs) is probably about as hot as you really want to go if you had that in your dinner it's like it's nice heat and it calms down after you do adapt to it though i suppose don't you and people who have it all, all the time Want it hotter and hotter and hotter. Would you ever try it's a, like a sex. pure capsicum, which is 15 million? Ooh, mama. I I'd have a pint of that. A pint. <laughs> I'd on, neck then. it. Do it on Rub Patreon. it on your belly. <laughs> Do you think you'd die if you had a pint of it? Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Of what? Heart attack? Just of, of spice. Of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he died I of screaming. Your, your insides might just like wither away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever accidentally put chilli on any of your genitals? Do you know when you've been cutting chilies? Tiger balm once. Oh, that's oh, bad. Because I've i chopped chilies and then got the chilli willy. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucking yeah. brutal, man. It's really, really stings. Well, you, you had a nice chilli sandwich and then a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's my morning routine. I accidentally chopped chilies before a wank. No, I did. I just, I'd be, I'd, I had been cooking. I'd cut up a lot of chilies. I think I'd made my own hot sauce was what it was. So oh. I had loads of chilies I was chopping. And... Um, and then I wash my hands, but it just, you can't. It takes a few washes to get all that off. And I just, um, just yeah, just I, I just ended up touching my penis, which is something that does happen throughout the day. <laughs> it was not like an aberration to touch your own dick. And um, instantly, I just felt it straight away. I just felt the sting. And I was like, oh, God. Did it sting for a while? A little while, yeah. Did it feel good? No, it felt really bad. I don't like, I'm not into that sort of pain shit. I'm not, actually. Have you ever used the tea tree shower gel? I've I've got a whole routine about it. It's oh. um yeah, I've got a ten minute routine about that fucking shower gel. That's that's really um, good on a hot summer's day if you do that. Come off some I was that off my coffee, I just saw smoke just rise somewhere. It oh, must sorry. have been off yours. Because oh, you no. put it down. It was the vapour thing. Oh, I was at the vape. This is cold water, yeah. Oh right. It's not. <laughs> I um but that shower gel, I hate it. My wife loves it. I, feel I quite like it. It cools you down if it's a hot night. But um but you're in a shower. If you want to Put it, put the cold water on if you want. No, to you feel down. better afterward. It's kind of burny, coldy sensation. I don't, yeah, I don't like that, mate. I don't want. My, I don't want to put anything on my body that makes me feel weird. Shit. Like yeah. the lemon and tea tree is nice because it's just got a little tingle, mm-hmm. but the mint one just fucks you up. Like, it's strong, yeah. And it on and again, not to get too graphic, but it, your it, on. <laughs> I was gonna say on your bell end. Oh. And I just felt. I think it's too much. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want a cold bell end. 
I like the a fact hot, that it's in I quite like a nice. hot Berlin. I like, yeah, I do. I like it where it is. It's tucked away in, in a nice warm Lukewarm crevice. Body temperature. It's tucked. Well, you know, it does. It's sort of tucked away, isn't it? You put it in a nice little pair of mine's pants. Always hu- <laughs> mine's always hard. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking hell, man. Mine's always looking at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming of someday. Oh, let me knock a cup over that was next to my foot. Um, <laughs> really? N- no. Do you ever? Have, have Stop we talked? Looking at me when you I say know. Sorry. Sorry. Have you ever, We must have talked about. Oh, we have talked about it on here about hard on. I used to, <laughs> well, yeah, basically about Probably. how I've got a weird. I always get one at the dentist. Do you actually? Yeah, like it's like, and I also well, always get one. Uh, at my dentist. <laughs> no, I always get one uh, on a landing uh, when I'm in a plane. There's something about... Fear. Uh, <laughs> something, <laughs> something, um, I don't know. It's, I think it's either the altitude or it's the vibrations because it's weird it's the dentist one. altitude. Come on. Why can't I check? Check can a change of altitude cause an erection, okay. please? I think the more you wank, if you wanked like three times a day, you'd probably have that less... I don't want to wank three times a day. Okay, to be oh. honest, I'd rather just is... get a boner now and again. <laughs> there is a there's a Vice article why climbing Mount Everest gives people weird boners. That's, I guarantee it's something to do with altitude. I always get one. On... Why do they call them weird? Oh boners? my god, airplane boners. Yeah, I get. What? I told you. I get one when we do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get, I knew it because I get one. Right, no, I get one on, during on, flights, on. but I also no. on, on when it when we come into land. I've never landed anywhere on a plane without a boner. This isn't this is true, right? This article is you just, can quote me on that. It says, <laughs> 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 oh, Carl's sorry. proverbs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you that's, don't like that, you can fuck off. Let's go on some um, merch. Nah, this isn't this isn't a real thing. It just said. The cab. It said that everything that you said, and then afterwards, it just said the situation is worse if an attractive female is sitting next to him. So, oh, I mean, that's. Um, I don't believe this to be true. I've. It's got to be something. Surely altitude. If it can make your ears pop, surely it can make your willy get a hard. Yeah. Your honour. Can hurt your nose as well if you've done a lot of Charlie. What? You can fuck your nose up. Really? It? Yeah. I've not had that. I had that years ago. I did obviously have my nasal passages opened. I might have had a ago. cold. Uh, but yeah, I've, I'm convinced it is because I get them at the dentist, which is that, that feels like a weirder one, even though I know it's because of the vibrations and stuff. But they're drilling into my head and I suddenly just pop a little bone maybe out. You found yeah, a, I think you maybe found no, a airplane erections apparently is a thing. I don't really know. I guarantee it is. It's just because it, I'm not thinking anything. I'm, I could be watching 12 years a slave when I get a boner. On I mean, a plane. who don't? <laughs> That was literally, and the reason I picked that film is I watched that film on a plane for the first time. So I probably had a boner at some point during it. And um, it, I just, yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Um, I know someone that went for a, a, an x-ray, like on their back, and they were lying down. And when they they had to roll over. and Oh, the that's the worst. And so the nurse just put the clipboard on top and walked. Oh, no. It's nice of her, isn't it? Yeah. But then that sort of does happen. Like, I don't I'd like, I'm not a fan it. of massages. I I was about uh, to say, I haven't had anyone do that yet, but, but I think that's what I would do. I had. Got to get one book. You know, like. Got to get booked in there, haven't we? <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> sorry. Extra creepy today. What's happening? Oh, no, sorry. What are you been doing today? What's the matter with me? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I I, pr- I don't like massages, but I do feel like during the one of the ha- small handful I've had. Small hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have at some point probably got a boner. I Just, mean, I mean, out of all places, a massage would be the, you know what I mean? The best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> but um, it would be like, like probably that's where it's going to happen, if anywhere. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's quite intimate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, I know yeah. it's not sexual. You've got all your clothes off and somebody's rubbing your body. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's weird if you don't get a boner. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> just look straight ahead. But you could be polite about it, can't you? And, you know what I mean? Just push their head down, not really. <laughs> no, would you be, sh- would you, would you be sh- sh- creeped out if somebody... If they, I mean, if they were quite shocked and sh- uh, yeah, sort of embarrassed like, by that's it... That's the thing. If it was a right. creepy yeah. guy and he was like, you know... I don't know, doing stuff. If or... you dropped the towel and was yeah, like, yeah. Or if they were saying stuff. But if yeah. some, if you said to somebody, can you turn over? And they were like, um, I don't want to. Yeah. You'd yeah, probably yeah. be more understanding, yeah. I imagine. It is an, it's an accidental one. Like yeah. my dentist ones. Just, did they know you had yeah, a boner? Yeah, they ever... I tell them, yeah. Guys have seen I've got a boner. Of course <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, I do actually just always wear a jean to the dentist. Just, just tuck it up. that help? Well, jeans are obviously notoriously quite thick and tight. I wouldn't wear like right. a sort of sports short to a dentist. Yeah, yeah. Because they would like see my dick. <laughs> Free-flowing trousers. Well, yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I'd, no, I wouldn't wear like a sort of linen trouser. Well, I saw a guy out there with those like cycling shorts and he had the biggest cock. It's <laughs> 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 just like... It was a pot. It was after Poppy episode. And we were walking up. We both just looked at the guy's crutch. It's like he's sitting down there. It's a funny. I find that fascinating that people have the guts to walk around like that. Oh, like, no. I saw a I girl. I reckon he was saying stuff down there. It was ridiculous. Yeah, his massive cock was <laughs> yeah. stuff down it. Um, I saw a girl earlier on with like them little like denim shorts mm. that like the line was so high, like just the bottom third of her bum cheeks were out. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. did you follow? <laughs> That's why you were late. <laughs> I just know I I happened to be walking behind her for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Up at the in Broadway tube station. She was jogging in the end. <laughs> then she was speaking to the police and <laughs> followed her all the way to the police station. <laughs> um, no, and yeah, I was just, I was I, I, more than any thoughts of like Bleh. I was just thinking that is too much bum cheek to be. Showing, he's like wearing a cycling short. I'm like, what are you doing? It's hot out though. Isn't what do you it, think of free the nip then? I mean, I'm absolutely. I mean, no, actually, I, I, free the nip? I think I it's think... weird seeing blokes without tops on. So I think yeah. I do. I just think put put layers on. Everyone should wear layers. What if you if there was a girl wearing like a mesh top, no bra? Then I would be supportive of her decision. Mm-hmm. Um, she wouldn't have any support. That is true. She, it depends on her boobies, doesn't yeah. it? Really, you have to have quite smaller boobs to not need a bra, don't you? It depends how much no you want to let them. <laughs> yeah, because if they were massive, like it might be a bit more cumbersome. <laughs> massive Babylon, <laughs> like just flopping around. It might be uncomfortable for her though. Yeah, I imagine yeah. it's and you're like you know it is. I mean, I don't you have like, back problems and everything. Yeah, big, people, big boobies. Yeah. I see women breastfeeding that. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I'll just get out of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> you just detach yourself from the Yeah, breath. you just jump on the other one. <laughs> have a little, have I mean, a little sup. Yeah, but I, I don't mind all of that stuff, really. No, you get, I mean, you've had enough children to be aware of mm. breastfeeding as a mm. totally normal function. I don't, st- I don't like, stare at them. Because <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> oh, God. Do you see boobs differently now that you've had partners who have breastfed? 
I don't know. I think I do. Yeah, I think yeah, because obviously before that, you know, you know about breastfeeding, but you've never tried it. Yeah, you've never sort of witnessed it properly as like a daily regular. What thing. as in they're not sexual anymore? Well, I think boo. Yeah, but before seeing that, they were boobs were to me were essentially one hundred percent sexual. Mm. And then, uh, but I did hear about their other functions. <laughs> Whereas now it's much vibe. more the other. Yeah, it's flipped. Mm. I think of them much more as a as a tap. <laughs> and somewhere, then... somewhere to come. Oh God! But I um I don't know. I, I don't think it did affect. <laughs> I don't think it did affect the way I look at boobs. <laughs> you can't just move back into the conversation after that. Um, whilst while they're breastfeeding, I'm not seeing it as a sexual thing. Mm. It's got like dual dual purposes, I guess. Yeah, you know what a I mean. Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not thinking. <laughs> cool, look at her tits. You've got about twenty minutes left. I should, how long have we been talking for? Forty minutes. Oh my god. Um, that is uh, that's that's all right. We we got we'll sort This is an hour and a half. You know that. Yeah. Um, oh, we've got twenty left. How did mum confuse? Oh, wait, sorry. No, we've got longer left. You've got an hour left in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we need yeah. to, um, but we need to wrap it up for, for the, the public yeah. episode shortly. Yeah, yeah. So we're all very, that's all this boob chat has ruined our brains. We should. It's the kind of thing you edit out. Do you need to wave? Or? No, let's not edit it. Let's let the people let them the see and hear the magic happen. By magic, I mean that me getting confused about it's just me time. Like, okay, guys. So I looked at my watch and I realised that I didn't look at the time when we started. So all I'd done was check my current heart rate <laughs> and time. <laughs> um, we should quickly do some. We've got some stuff going on in the group. Um, for any non-patrons, you probably um, aren't aware. Well, you might be aware of this, but uh, we have a uh, WhatsApp group called TBI Chat. That um, people that are on the five pound or above tier of uh, uh, joy, they can, you have the option of joining. You don't have to. There's no, you know, you're not you forced. You have to. You can't leave. But when you sign up to the five pound one, you get the secret code that you then have to. A lot of send people us. just watch, I guess. But there's um, quite a lot just chat. There's loads of chat. So there's been all sorts of chat going on. Sometimes it gets quite. It's quite Personal. fun, isn't it? I had a bunch. Of I definitely uh, overshared the other day. I was talking about my childhood. Yeah, I was just yeah. feeling not really mad. I was at my mum's, I think. I was chatting to one of our patrons who's in there called Jared, and uh, he came to my Soho. He's in show. Netherlands, isn't he? Um, he no, he lives in. Oh no, that's he lives in sorry. Southwest London. Uh, but he, I met a bunch of them uh, who came to my Soho theatre show this week. It was lovely. Nice to see everyone in real life. But um, yeah, and he, we, me, and Jared were chatting about. How you really, you took a bit of getting going on the group and now you're just looking, you love oversharing. You're always just, you know, you're very engaged. I was telling Phoebe before the record, I was like, I, I well overshared the other day. And you know, the next day you're in a different mood. You're like, oh, did I say that? God, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but there was loads of, loads of chat today about, I asked if there's any things that they want us to talk about. Um, we got loads. There's a few questions. So, I mean, let's just do, let's just pick one at random. I mean, <laughs> have, you ever been, have you ever been lost? Was one, and one of them. that was one. One of them was, have you ever had a gay experience, and what was it? Um, I've what not. I've not had a physical gay experience. Just a more emotional. Well, I've been or... in gay clubs and stuff. Yeah, I mean that was would that probably be experience? the gayest experience I've had. Is going to gay bars. Yeah, I had like... a peppermint tea earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when my dad died. <laughs> oh, that's proper gay. <laughs> Glad you straightened yourself out now. Uh, no, I think I just yeah I've been to gay bars and gay clubs. I don't think I've ever had anything 
Like I know straight guys that have had gay sexual experiences. Yeah, yeah. Like you know when they were young and little blowy. Well, yeah, I know. So I know some old first, queen. I know a, a very heterosexual man uh, whose first blowjob was off a boy. They, he was a boy at the time yeah. as well. <laughs> just to clarify, they were both. <laughs> <laughs> they were both boy. They were both little, like you know, twelve-year-old boys. And one of them just, they sort of, it was, it was that almost, a private school. It was, yeah, it was a private school, yeah. I mean, there it's that we weird go. thing. We know, like, you know, I don't think you'd have get, got that at a comp. But, you um, got knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, and, that, and he's absolutely straight. But he was just like, we were just playing around and thought, we'd heard about him. So we <laughs> thought we'd just give it a go. And I was like, that is. Is the other guy gay now? I don't know. I didn't ask for that bit of information. Can you follow up, stuff. please? I will. I'll get. I'll get, get the. Facebook. I'll get the name and lowdown on that guy. Um, but no, I don't think Facebook video. Call him now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the biggest thing you've stolen? Um, oh, you got. Oh. What is it? You got a good one. Not really. Just it's. Uh, we I mean, stole the pub- it. we're we probably it. about to cut the public episode. We so stole. We can save it for. Right, uh, yeah. Let's save it for the patron, Ooh. just in case you indict yourself. Oh uh, yeah, um, but I'm not a thief, by the way. I'm on a. I used to be. I used to be a shoplifter when I was a teenager. Between the age of eleven and sort of fourteen, I was a massive shoplifter. I fucking loved it. Like, it was the horrible. excitement of it. Yeah, I, I just that thrill of just teething stuff was so. Uh, one My mum took me I back to the for. shop once because I come home with a bag of crisps. Oh man, and loads of lip seals. For some reason, I, I nicked lip seals well, that's, out of I, boots, but, but my mum took me back. I used to nick like I, there was no. Rhyme nor reason to what I was nicking. That's it. When you, that's it. I got into shop. I got into it as like I love shoplifting. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it, there was almost like, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm ashamed of it now. I feel so bad. I've, I've accidentally walked out of shop with things before and took them back. Now, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a good adult. But no, but so. like, it's all about the nicking rather than what it is. So yeah, I went for, yeah. like, I, at once I went into a bike shop and I nicked so many pairs of really expensive cycling gloves. And I didn't even have a bike at the time. Like, I just, I just, <laughs> I, I was just in <laughs> there for the, for the game. I don't know. Me and my cousin probably just fucking threw him in a bin or something. Like we were just horrible. We were just horrible little thieves. Have you ever had mates nick things out your house as a kid? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I had that a few times. <laughs> that was that, that was so bizarre. Yeah. Just like random things. Like I don't know. Like tall. I can't remember. Like loads. Like it happened a lot. This one kid kept. Just I see him in. It, I see my things in his house. Oh man, that's a liberty. It was such a liberty. So I remember I'm, I told a story on here recently. Cause, and the reason I know I told it is because a teacher from my old school listened to the episode <laughs> and got in touch. Uh, but yeah, like my mate got arrested in Wimbledon Broadway when we were 16 for pulling a gun out in McDonald's. But it was actually a pellet gun that he'd nicked from our friends. Like, we'd been there earlier drinking and like he saw he, we were playing with a pellet gun and my mate fucking just nicked it and put it down the back of his trousers and then later pulled it out in a McDonald's at like midnight and got fully arrested because they thought it was a gun. I got arrested for shooting someone once with a... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I've told that... Story. I tell you what, let's. We're gonna don't, don't you don't have to cut anything. We're gonna roll straight through. But for for public listeners, this is where it ends. We're gonna go on to Patreon now and chat about Julian's <laughs> criminal <laughs> past. Um, they arrested me for attempted murder. Oh my god! Right, this story is yeah. Patrons, you're gonna hear the story. <laughs> for everyone else, thanks for listening to the public episode. The charge charge where, got um, dropped, by the way. Just, <laughs> just up, quickly before they sign go. Sign up to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash We Are TPI. If you want to join the WhatsApp group, get in that five pounds here and you'll get the secret code. 
and then you can you can like just leave at your will. There's only been a couple of just people watch. that so far have been like, Do you know what? It's a bit too full on for me, and yeah. constant. And they, I feel like they felt like they were checking it too often. So you can just mute it and check in when you want. But uh, you know, it's good fun. There's a lot of fun chat going on. It's good. Anyway, so any become part of the community. Do it. The TVIP. Right. That's the end of this week's public episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, what happens now, Julian? They can, if they want to hear the rest of the episode, they can go over to patreon.com slash wearetvi. There you go. Once you've signed up there, you can hear the rest of the episode. You can hear all the old Patreon episodes, exclusives, whatever. Um, it's 45p a week. Is it? Is it? Mm. That's cool. Mm. I didn't know that. Um, Easy life. There we go. It's even cheaper than I thought. So do that. And um, But if not, don't worry. You can listen to next week's public episode when it's released. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>